Hallelujah. Happy Pentecost Sunday. Hallelujah. Amen. We give thanks to the Lord for you being here. That today is the day of the Lord. And we give thanks to Jesus. Pentecost is a very uh, cardinal day for us as Christians. To be filled with the Holy Spirit. To be led with the Spirit. To manifest the works of the Spirit. Is the grace that have come through Jesus Christ. So today we are teaching on Pentecost. The, the supernatural life of a believer. So you need to have a life that is above that is superior. The life that is above sin, the life that have given us victory over a natural life. The book of Acts, chapter 1, verse 1 and 2. It says, The former account I made, Theophilus, of all that Jesus began both to do and to teach. Until the day in which he was taken up. After through the Holy Spirit has given commandment to the apostles whom he has chosen. Praise the Lord. We give thanks to the Lord. That the Holy Spirit. He is present with us. When we talk about Pentecost. We, talk, we are speaking about the arrival of, of the Holy Spirit. The presence. The ever presence presence of, of the Holy Spirit. The book of Acts chapter 1 verse 8. But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem in all Judea Samaria and to the ends of the earth. So when we celebrate Pentecost. Massive Pentecost. We are celebrating the grace of God that has come through the Holy Spirit. We need to receive the Holy Spirit. We need to experience the power of the Holy Spirit. God is spirit. And all those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Without the Holy Spirit, there is no life itself. The life of a Christian is in the Holy Spirit. So I want to challenge you this day that when God was speaking, He says, Tarry, wait for me in Jerusalem. He says, I'm going to the Father. But wait in Jerusalem. Now think about it this way. Uh, Ten days ago, we are celebrating what we call Ascension Day. Jesus went back to heaven. And he said to the disciples, Wait in Jerusalem. That 
God will send his gift who will be with you who will abide with you all of us as Christians we need the grace of the Holy Spirit upon our lives now Acts chapter 1 verse 8 it says but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem. So the Holy Spirit has come to bear witness of the complete work of Christ. Jesus said it is finished. We are manifesting the finished work of Christ. All of us as we come to his knowledge, we are manifesting the full work of Christ. Now the Bible says we shall receive power. The word power means dunamis, which is to receive the ability to receive strength to receive authority and freedom. And when we talk about ability, we are speaking about the capacity, the competence, or oh, the Holy Spirit has come to license us to speak to preach the gospel. You receive the ability you receive the empowerment when we talk about ability there is a control that comes upon our life when the Holy Spirit comes upon your life there is an authority that comes upon you there are things that you are able to do the influence of God comes upon your life the grace and the dominance of the Spirit comes upon you to rule and to reign upon your life. Therefore, you are changed. And you are given the power to change. Hallelujah. Amen. Strength. You are given potency. Now, to, to give the description of the power and the influence of the Spirit. I want to challenge you. I gave an example that I have a friend who likes hot things. Uh, one day we, uh, he was traveling and I took him to the airport and uh, we decided we are going to have something to eat together. And uh, he chose to eat at Nando's. And uh, he chose uh, hot, 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 peri peri, peri peri. Yes, it's peri peri, extra strong. I said to him, I like hot things. Tell your neighbor, I like hot things. But him, he said, I like strong, extra strong. Tell your neighbor, I like strong, extra strong. So, time to eat came. We are talking about the power of the spirit. We are talking about potency. The man started to eat his rice and his chicken. And soon this, the potency of extra hot, extra strong started to show he was sweating. He started to sweat. 
And as he was sweating, his nose started to drip. And he started to look for bottles of water. And he said, I got extra strong today. What kind of pepper is this? So you cannot have the Holy Spirit and not be hot. Tell your neighbor, without the Spirit you have. Yeah, you are eating uh, curry, you know curry, masala curry. <laughs> you know there is a pepper called masala curry. Most Christians are masala curry Christians. They only have the color of yellow, or is it? What color is masala masala curry? Is it yellow? Yeah, the only. Yeah, they even say raja yellow. Hallelujah. Amen. Extra strong. Extra strong. Potency. The Holy nice. Spirit cannot come into our life and, and we remain the same. When my friend started to eat his pepper, I could see it coming out of him. Yeah, he was eating. He was saying it's nice. But it's hot. Yeah, he took up his jacket, put it aside. He started drinking more water than the food he was eating now. <laughs> you see, when you are in love with, with God, the Holy Spirit will make you have extra energy. The Holy Spirit will give you eloquence. He will give you effectiveness. We are just wondering what kind of spirit is in you. That you are not changing. Yeah. That you are not changing. We are talking about the power of the spirit. You receive the supernatural power. And ability when the Holy Spirit comes upon your life. Psalm 104 verse 30 you send forth your spirit you send forth your spirit they are created and, they, and you renew the face of the earth and you renew the face of the earth. When the Holy Spirit comes upon our life, there is a renewal, there is a newness that comes in our life. I was asking a friend of mine, we were talking about our salvation experience. Can you ask your neighbor, what is your salvation experience? You see, when I got born again, I couldn't keep quiet. I don't know the kind of salvation and the spirit you have received. I, I was a Christian according to my culture and tradition. I've gone to church. I was already eating communion. And I had a badge. And a blazer. You get it? Yeah. But the day I received Christ, the day the Holy Spirit came into my life, the first, the first person, I, when I met my father, <laughs> 
I shared the gospel to him. And he said, we have always been Christians. Yeah. And many years after, he says, I can see your Christianity is different. You can't keep quiet. Tell your neighbor, you can't keep quiet. Tell them, you have never fallen in love before. That is why you behave the way you behave. You see, uh, there is a there is different levels of love. There is a love that is called infatuation. It's a love that falls around 13 to 17, 18 years. It's not a real love. It's just mafumfunya <laughs> ninje. It's feelings and emotions. feelings. <laughs> uh, infatuation can make you to think you are in love. But if you fall in love, real, hey, you can't keep quiet. This is why I was saying to the sisters, any brother who says, let's keep it quiet. That is why Apostle says, what manner of love is this? Hey. If there is a brother sitting next to you to say, Let, let's keep it quiet. Ask the brother, what manner of love is this? Oh, we want to herald it. We want to say it to everybody. Mercy. Amen. The Bible says, you renew the face of the earth. The Holy Spirit renews the face of a person. He renews our life. He gives us something that we never had before. He gives us something that others, when they look at us, they can see there is a difference. There was a something happened to you. I told you a story. An elderly woman came to my mother. I was not around. I've gone to church. On a, on a Saturday. He says, where is your boy? My mother says, he says, tell him tomorrow. He must take me to church. You see, because one has become tenacious. The spirit. May the Holy Spirit come upon your life in the name of Jesus. The Holy Spirit is given of God and is God. The word Pentecost, because we are talking about Pentecost, simply means 50. Yeah, it's, not, it's not only preaching, please. Don't take this message as only. I'm trying to give you a sequence of events. You must be a Christian. If you are born again, you say you are a Christian, you must know these things. Jesus died on the cross on the third day Jesus rose again you must know that that when Christ rose all humanity entered into eternity Christ gave us restoration back to the Father Christ Jesus lived on earth after the resurrection for 40 days and on the 40th day, he went to heaven. The Bible says we are seated together with him in heavenly places. Not only that, 10 days after, which is 
if we are looking at the sequence from the Easter until today is 50 days the Holy Spirit made his introduction he arrived so what does Pentecost mean 50 50 what does 50 symbolize 50 symbolize jubilee I have thought so much on jubilee 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 is the release and freedom and restoration of all things we are talking about a release 50 speaks about the release Restor, uh, restitution I, I'll use the example if we declare jubilee apartheid, apartheid. they've stolen everything from us it's a, it's a fact you don't like it but it's true they stole everything even our breath even they decided what you eat they decided where you stay they decided when you sleep. They decided when you wake up. They decided where you are going to sit. Even toilet, they decided where you go to toilet. Oh, oh, people don't like us talking about it. I've never found any white person or government that has participated in apartheid. If you talk about it, they fight you. Yes, everybody's innocent. When you talk about restitution, you see, uh, there, is a, there is a story that was given to explain restitution to you. If somebody steals something from you and he comes and says, I'm sorry, he stole my glass. Here is your glass. Please forgive me, but I'm keeping the glass. Then restitution has not happened. The two of us might have agreed. We might have spoken. Will you forgive me? Yes, I forgive you. It's step number one. Now, step number two. What happened? I took your glass. This why I have come to say I'm sorry. Oh, thank you then you are supposed to hand me back my glass. Then we are back from where you started before you offended me. Does it make sense? Amen. But if we talk about, about restitution, God, by his spirit, has come to restore all things. Yeah, I was saying to somebody trying to explain, I said you stole everything and after you stole everything the Holy Spirit came restored everything to me and I advanced and succeeded far beyond you even though you never returned my things because Jubilee has come so it's no longer about the material only but it's, it's about the spiritual endowment the grace that God is giving to me the power of God that is being made manifest so restitution is jubilee in itself wherever a person returns anything to you that they have stolen from you jubilee has come 
Or they give even more than what you have received. The other part is the Jubilee symbolizes or Pentecost symbolizes God's provision. Hallelujah. Amen. Lift up both of your hands and say, Father, I receive their provisions by the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. Don't forget someone who fall. It says you send forth your spirit. They were created. And you renewed the face of the earth. They were created. And you renew the face of the earth. May God renew everything in your life. You see, uh, we don't understand the critical part of having the Holy Spirit in our life. Because he's here to restore everything. In the book of uh, Genesis chapter 50, Joseph speaks to his brothers who were afraid he's going to kill them. They've stolen his life. But he says to them, what you did to me was evil. But God has turned it to good to save the whole world. You see, when you look at it, your restitution might have been Joseph to be taken back to his father and all of that. But God wanted to prove his, his power, his grace, his love towards humanity. So the provisions that God gives they go far beyond houses and cars. There's no amen in Acadia. Praise the Lord. Amen. Okay, let's stand together. Let's preach together then. Praise the Lord. Amen. Because they say others are putting on the whole old rope. So they are much warmer than usual. Amen. Praise the Lord. Pentecost. Pentecost. In Exodus 23. Exodus 23. Is the feast of harvest. The feast of weeks. The days of the first fruit. What were the purpose of this? We celebrate the first fruit. Israel was celebrating the first fruits. The celebration of giving of the Ten Commandments. The birthday of the Torah, or what we call the five books of the Bible. The books that were written by Moses, the Ten Commandments. Hallelujah. Amen. Please take your seat. Amen. 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 Or oh, you still Amen. want to stand again? <laughs> Pentecost. Pentecost. To us. It's very important because it initiates the beginning of the harvest of souls of men. And it cements the purpose and the mission of the church. If you have any other person, the greatest gift that God has given to us 
the, the, the greatest presence of God. His presence. The presence of the Holy Spirit. Is soul winning. Yes. The presence of the Holy Spirit. Is soul winning. I'm asking somebody. Acts chapter 1 verse 8. But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. Hallelujah. Amen. The sequence of the supernatural life. These things must manifest in your life. Number one, the Passover initiates your redemption. You have to be born again. You have to receive Jesus. You have to experience renewal. You have to die to yourself. The Passover is the picture of death of Christ. Colossians chapter 1 verse 14. Colossians 1.14 In whom we have redemption through his blood the forgiveness of sins Ephesians 1.7 In him we have redemption through his blood the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace So all of us need to be born again. When Christ died on the cross, was for all of us to repent. Without forgiveness of sin, there is no life. So Passover is a time for confession. It's a time for renewal. It's a time for new life. Secondly, we have resurrection the day of the first fruit when Christ died on the cross he rose again on the third day Christ came back to life he became the first of those who are dead who died and came back to life hallelujah Hallelujah. Amen. When, when you look at this, this, the Passover is the day of the first fruits. Symbolizing the full harvest to come. When you come to Christ, your life changes. New things come to your life. It's a sign that there's a great harvest that will come through your life. There's no amen. I said, when you come to Jesus, is the sign that many will come to Christ. There will be a great harvest. There will be a supernatural harvest. There is more that is coming your way. That's why you have to understand the principle of the first fruit. Because first fruits are critical. Is the faith that you have that more is coming. I said, is the faith that you have that more is coming. Let me give you a picture. The farmer 
takes the best of his first fruits and commits them to the ground. He has faith that the seed that he has sown will bring back a great harvest. Anytime you sow, if you have the mindset of a first fruit. You should have an understanding that more is coming. Now that you are born again, the Holy Spirit has come. It's upon your life. You are supposed to bear much more fruit. Hallelujah. You have resurrected. You are dead in your sin. You have come back to life. First Corinthians chapter 12, verse First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 20. First Corinthians 15, 20. But Christ has indeed been raised from the dead. The first fruit of those who have fallen asleep. Look at your neighbor and say, I am the first fruit. In my family of those who have come to Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Have that in your mind. Thirdly, Ascension Day, which happened 10 days ago, our position and our relationship and our inheritance was made complete. Uh, a second chapter of the book of Ephesians verse 6 Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 2 verse 6. verse 6 and raised us up together and made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ the, the, the ascension places us in God the Bible says we are seated together with him in heavenly places. Ask your neighbor, where are you seated? Let them answer. Let them answer. Ask them. Ask them. Where, where are we seated? Ask them. Where, where, where are you seated? I can hear the answer that. I'm here. I'm, I'm here. Can't you see me? I'm, I'm by you. I'm by you. I'm by you. I'm here. My earthly position, I'm, I'm here, but I'm seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I am seated together with him. Psalms chapter 68 verse 18. 68 verse 18 You have ascended on high when you, get a you have led captivity captive You have received gifts among men Even from the rebellious That the Lord God might dwell there Oh I love the Holy Spirit Hallelujah Amen May you receive the Holy Spirit this day. Hallelujah. Amen. And the fourth part, the third feast of harvest. This is Pentecost. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Pentecost is the spirit of the first fruit. Is the anticipation of the full harvest. Amen. Matthew 9, verse 38. Matthew 9, 38. 
as the Lord of the harvest to send out workers in his harvest fields. Many of us don't want to go into the harvest fields. We'll never know the potential that our life has. Many of us have come to accept that this is it. This is all that God has for me. But there is more. Pentecost. Sickness. The feast of harvest. Ask your neighbor, where is your harvest? Where is your fruit? You know, we are called first to repentance. To holiness to purity to righteousness but we are called to serve others Pentecost the Holy Spirit is the sending power of God we are being sent out the power of God sends us out Pentecost the third feast of harvest few points then we will close and pray Pentecost is our story and our beginning the life and the spirit of the church the arrival and initiation and, and inception of the church the Pentecost is the story of my life and your life is a restoration of fellowship with God. John chapter 14 verse 16 to 17. And I will pray the Father and he will give you another helper that he may abide with you forever. The Holy Spirit is ever present with you. Think about it. What do you want? The Holy Spirit is there. I want money, Apostle. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. The Holy Spirit will give you joy. Yeah. That is that is supernatural. In the midst of all that we do. Pentecost is your story. That's where your story starts. My story started with Pentecost. My story is still unfolding and becoming. There are things that still surprises and amazes me. This weekend we are in Mangaung. The Pentecost is continuing. The power of God is continuing. We will say it officially. But it's a manifestation of the, the presence of God. How can you be so quiet? And you say you are full of the Spirit. The Bible says, do not be filled with one, but be filled with the Spirit. Ask your neighbor, what are you full of? The Holy Spirit, number two. The Holy Spirit empowers us to do ministry. The Holy Spirit empowers you and me to do ministry. It's not about age. 
It's all about the education. Oh, if it was so, the educated people will be full of the spirit. Yeah. It's all about adulthood or being a child. If you open your heart, the Holy Spirit will come into your life. The Holy Spirit empowered us to do ministry, to serve, to lay down our life unto God. Chapter 10, verse 38. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power who went about doing good. Hallelujah. Amen. The Holy Spirit anoints you to go and do good. Tell your neighbor, look at your neighbor and say, The Holy Spirit anoints you to go and do good. Are you full of good? Ask your neighbor, are you full of good? Hey, some questions. Number three. The church. Pentecost. The church is sent out to reach out and preach. The Great Commission. Pentecost. The Holy Spirit is set in motion the great commission the witness and the testimony of Jesus to the world you can't be full of the Holy Spirit and remain in the four corners of this building it's not possible The Holy Spirit. You cannot have the Holy Spirit and remain the same. He sends you out. It's an adventure. Yeah, but the missuses, they don't want adventure. They want the house. <laughs> Did you know that the house you have has taken away adventure? You know adventure. Adventure is that the scenery changes every time. People don't like uncertainty. They, they like comfort. We like coming back to the same building every day. Listening to the same, same people. Singing the same, same, same song. And pushing each other down. The Holy Spirit was in the church. And we are rolling on the carpet. And one or two, we cast demons out, 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 out. Out, out. Then we come again next week. But the Holy Spirit is sent out. He's sending us out. We said the Holy Spirit is in motion. You know to be in motion. The Holy Spirit is in motion. Of the great commission and the witness and the testimony of Jesus to the world yes Amen. without telling about Jesus without your Christianity and without the spirit that is in you I said to the young people 50 years from now 
If you will be buried in this city, if you are not serious, it says, Ask of me. Ask of me. Can you, can you repeat after me? Ask of me. Nations for your inheritance, the ends of the earth for your possession. What do you want to inherit? A wife, children, and boredom. <laughs> oh, many, 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 many parents, these people who are married, I can ask them to stand. They are bored. We, I can, we can interview them now. I'm telling you, I'll put my head on it. All married people stand. Let's prove it. Those who have children. Oh, bottom comes quick. They are despairing now. They are, the older ones, they are despairing. Those ones at the back who are older. They are asking themselves, is this it? Is this life? You know, these ones who have just married, they are just happy that they are two by two, you know. But those who have been around, they ask themselves, is this all? Yeah, you know, you know how my life changed. After we moved into this building, we bought this building in 2002. We moved into this building. Everything was working. And I said to God, is this all? I prepared my CV. It's a true story. I prepared my CV. And I said to God, <laughs> I'm going to work somewhere. Yeah. And I had an encounter with him. Yes. Then my life changed. I changed the whole church. You are not my congregation. My congregation is people who dress up. But that, that is my old church. That's my church. People who came to church to listen to motivational speaking. Told, you will be a, a rich man. You will be very rich. Then I changed my message. I started to preach. You must be born again. You must serve Jesus. Use your career to serve Jesus. Use your money to preach the gospel. Slowly, one by one. One by one. I remember one young boy, an engineer, said to me. This was the reason why I came to church. He says you have changed. You have what? Bottom. Bottom changed me. Because I asked myself, is it about house? Bank account. Venito Venities. I reached that level. I, I, I had people you can imagine. I can tell you stories. Yes. I said like this, I said, I don't want it. Yes. I want the change in terrain. I want adventure. I want uncertainty. Yeah, I shouldn't know what I'm eating tomorrow. Yes, I shouldn't be sure of my retirement. 
should not be deceived that my life is fine. Right. So next week we are starting another adventure in Mangau. Next week is your kala ogunye e Mangau. Another, another uncertainty. Ogunye futonga kondisisi. Yeah, another uncertainty. You are not sure is this thing going to work or not work. How kondisisi would your servants and no bangi exhibits. I might tell somebody. But whenever you are married, you see, you want the house. You don't want that an adventure. Huh? You want what? Adventure. Praise the Lord. Help the girl. We don't do these things in our church. Hallelujah. You see, because we are talking about the adventure, the phone is taking attention <laughs> to our adventure because he wants us not to think. Adventure is to have a life with God. <laughs> that at the end of it, when everything finishes, <laughs> you don't even have a bed you can claim. This is my bed. You have a bag full of two pairs of clothes, two jeans. And to evoke t-shirts or whatever. <laughs> and you are an old man, and all people have got houses and cars that they've packed. And they regret all their life. Amen. Am I to somebody? Amen. Do you get the picture? The Holy Spirit has come to give us an adventure. To, to take nations for him. Think about it the day you die. You are far away from here. And the whole nation is mourning and crying. That one time in their life, God sent them a person in your person who have brought such a great difference and change. Only time will tell the story. If, if, if you are going to look at marriage from a place of, I want to steady up, you are going to be shocked. Yeah. You are going to be shocked. Imagine somebody. No, we can talk. The people who are standing, you can go and interview them. And tell them. Some of them, the, the young ones are asking, did I marry the right person? They are fighting. <laughs> they are fighting. They don't agree. Because their terrain has remained the same. Amen. Nothing is changing. Their heart is still in their things. Yes. Amen. Pentecost. Pentecost. It's a wild life hey, of a preacher who sees, who heals the sick, who oh, does miracles, signs and wonders. Jesus oh, said, He said, foxes have holes. Best of the air have nests. But the son of man has no place to lay down his head. What kind of life do you think it is? Oh, it's beautiful. Hey, doctor. <laughs> Hallelujah. Please take your seat. Let's give a powerful clap offering to Jesus. Pentecost. Pentecost is the spirit. It sets the spirit of great commission in motion. Yenza, Pentecost 
And the witness and the testimony of Jesus to the world. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible says, you will receive power. When the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses. Every eye closed. Every head bowed. I said, every eye closed. Every eye closed. Maybe you are here today. You have never come to the knowledge of Jesus. Uncertainty has come into your life. You are not even sure what your life will be. The Bible says, What is your life? Your life is like a vapor that appears for a moment. Then from there it disappears. But today I want to pray together with you. The Bible gives us another thing all have sinned and come short of the glory of God for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son when Christ died on the cross was that we be reconciled with God when he rose from the dead he wanted us to live a victorious life when he ascended to heaven he wants us to be seated together with him when he brought the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit, when Pentecost came, is that we live in the power of the Spirit of God. Even today, this is the still the plan of God. That you have a more than conqueror's life. That the grace of God may abound even more. I want to pray together with you this day. If you are here today, you say, I want to make right with God. I desire this life. I want change in my life. I want my sins to be forgiven. I want to be a child of God. I want the goodness of God to come upon my life. Lift up your right hand and lift it high. I want to receive Jesus. God bless you. 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 Is there somebody else? God bless you. Is there somebody else? I want to make right with God. I want the grace of God to come upon my life. Holy Spirit. May I be the first fruit of my family. May I be the first fruit of those who will follow me. Is there somebody? I want to make right with God. I want to be a child of God. I want my sins to be forgiven. Alas, all those who lifted their hands. As the church rise, can we stand together? I want you to come here on the altar. We are going to pray together. Can we give a powerful clap offering as we come? I want to make right with God. I want to be born again. Don't be intimidated, please come. I want to make right with God. I want to experience His goodness. His mercy. Matoho. Matoho. Hallelujah. 
We're going to pray. It's a good decision. We can't finish the message. But the Bible teaches us that the spirit of Christ is the spirit of prophecy. May the Lord bring change in your life. See, when I came to Christ, the spirit of prophecy started to manifest upon my life. Yes, May the same grace manifest upon your life. May your family and every person in your family notice that prophecy has come. May you manifest the righteousness and the fear of God. We're going to pray. I'll ask of you to lift up both of your hands. We're going to pray. I'll ask the church to join me. Can you say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you today for your love, for your kindness, for your grace that you have extended towards me. Today, I recognize I am a sinner. I need a savior. Lord, forgive me all my sins. Cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Wash my sins with your blood. Make me your child. Write my name in the Lamb's book of life. Can you say my name is? Mention your name. My name is write my name in the Lamb's book of life. Today, with my own mouth, I speak that Jesus Christ is Lord. And with my own heart, I believe that you raised him from the dead. I thank you, Father, for this grace in Jesus' name. Can you say, write my name in the Lamb's book of life? Can you say, Satan, today I cut ties with you. I have nothing to do with you. Take what is yours in the name of Jesus. Can you say, Holy Spirit, come into my life. Lead and guide me and direct my course in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father, for your word says, if I speak and I believe, I will be saved. Thank you, Father, for this salvation. In Jesus' name. Amen. You may drop your hands. Look at me. Behind you, there's, there's people that are going to take your particulars. You just stand. Immediately they finish, you go back to your seat. But when we finish here, we will make uh, we will receive all new people who have come to visit us for the first time. Please come and join them. Come with your bag because we have prepared something like Hallelujah. Amen. Can you just turn around? Let them take your particulars. Give us a song.